We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. Welcome to the Dotcast from Nine Dots. Nine Dots is the online learning community for wedding photographers. You can become a member and find out about our annual conference, the Nine Dots Gathering, at nine-dots.co. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Nine Dots podcast, the Dotcast. Uh, great news this week. Uh, it's me and Andy Gaines again. Uh, my name's Adam Johnson. Uh, but the best news of the week is that we have rejoined by our brother Rahul Kona. <laughs> Welcome back from the Far East, Rahul Kona. Yes, mate. It's good to be back. Did you bring me a present? Yes, I didn't bring a virus, so that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> You've returned healthy. Great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you have you been keeping up with the dotcast on your travels? I just listened to one the other day, the SEO Shark Tank one, but oh. that was at home. I didn't have any good Wi-Fi when I was away, so yeah, yeah, that's good, mate. You're on holiday. You should have been you should have been keeping detached from such things. Yeah, I mean, he didn't mean to. Though. I mean, you did take your iPhone swimming with the fishes. <laughs> yeah, only to take one rubbish photo. Yeah, <laughs> and then it died, and then you just had no phone for your holiday. Yeah. Well, actually, no, I did. I, I borrowed one from a friend in Bali. So I had a phone, but it just was uh, not very good. Was it like an old flip style one? Motorola? <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah, the M301. No, no, no. It was like, <laughs> it's some Android One Plus or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Terrible. It's an old, older generation uh, one of it, but it was terrible. But anyway, thanks to my mate to, for at least lending it to me. So at least I could uh, message my mom <laughs> and check Instagram now and again. The two most important things I do on my phone. <laughs> Uh, and it made you fall back in love with your iphone and you came straight back and bought a new oh, one. oh yeah yeah 100 i went that's the first thing i did landed and made sure i made a genius bar appointment and just got a new iphone straight away i love but, it so much well the the main uh the main development while you've been away is that and i don't know if you're fully aware of this but andy Gaines wants to be a beekeeper dude talking of beekeeping i actually was i nearly bought a beehive yesterday <laughs> i didn't I, I held back at the last minute but it's in it's in the shopping basket uh, I bought a new house alarm yesterday, so we're at different ends of the adult adult scale. Yeah, I mean, but, yours uh, might, yours, your alarm might save you from burglars, but it ain't going to make you any honey. No, but it, well, <laughs> I like it. I like it. But, yeah, but if, if it was like, if this was like Home Alone or something, the bees would do a better job if, if, I, if I was burgled, like having a swarm of bees that were my friends and I could summon at any moment. My bees are going to be well trained. Yeah. Gonna, I mean, that's exactly what I'm going to do. They're like guard bees. No need, for, no, no need for our stations around these parts, mate. I, just, <laughs> I, just, I send, I set my swarm of thousands of bees on anybody that I don't want coming in my house. Funny story about Alsatians. Is Alsatian the same as German Shepherd? I believe so, or it's right. very similar. I don't know. Well, I called. I was about eleven or twelve. I called my friend's dog a German Shepherd, and he called me racist. <laughs> <laughs> said that said it was called. He said that you're supposed to call it an Alsatian now. <laughs> that. Right? Yeah. yeah. Who knew? <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, we better talk about something that isn't isn't um dogs or bees. Yeah. 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 And uh make the most of having Rahul Kona back. Um so, I thought this week uh we one thing that was seems to be topical at the moment is general the general concept of editing in photography and whether whether photos can be over-edited or whether editing is is now nowadays deep into the 21st century just a part of photography. Um, so yeah, that, I'm throwing that one out there as, as this week's topic for discussion. Can I start? You can. So that was the idea. That's the idea of a photo. <laughs> so someone needs to, otherwise it's going to be silence. Yeah. Um, 
No, I think I think editing and levels of editing are really entirely part of photography now, and they always have been. Um, and and th those the photography and the create photography as as in the capture of an image and the, the final creation of an image has always been totally linked to the technology available um, and has always utilize the technology available to its fullest extent to create an image and it's no different now to it was when you would capture an image on film and then develop it and use certain techniques in the dark room to bring out air, you know parts of the image that you wanted or to change the colors of the image or whatever or the tones of the image and now it's, it's literally no different now so that's my short answer all right so the end right. it's been a great podcast i uh, will see you next week <laughs> yeah. what about you okay what, what do you think i mean you i know you you're you you love editing and you and you always have yeah i mean um I think like, yeah, like, like, yeah, well, like Andy said, you know, it just, it does go hand in hand. I mean, I, I, the way I shoot is I think about how I'm going to edit that image when I'm taking photos. So that's the way I expose for the images, but I don't heavily dodge and burn. Like I rarely, um, dark everything out and then just leave one little bit of an image or something like that, but they make cameras with like high dynamic ranges. So why not utilize what they're giving you, you know? So sometimes, yeah, I, I do like, uh, dodge and burn, but just not to the extent that Some people. other people do. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, like uh, it's very minimal. Yeah, I mean, I, it's like it's like Andy says, dodging, dodging and burning as a concept is not is not is not something that Adobe invented when Lightroom was was put out. Like that's just if when back in the back in the days when people used to get contact sheets and stuff, they would mark up their images they wanted, and then their their like photo editor person would go away and make the you know they darken sections and brighten sections. So that's like Andy says, really, that's that's no, not a new concept. But I, th I think what's the the reason for the discussion is more how things like composites and uh, like heavy cloning and that kind of thing, and 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 like pushing, dodging, and burning so far, like you say that you're actually you're not cloning stuff out, but you're using dodging and burn to actually remove elements of the image. Yeah. So it's, it, I guess it's as much the discussion appears to be as much about those kind of the more photoshoppy sides of editing rather than you know straight dodging and burning yeah but then i think i mean obviously we're all wedding photographers and the majority if not all the people listen to this are wedding photographers so i mean in the context of wedding photography i think the question is is, is what 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 are we there to do and what is our job to do and i think the lines that we draw as photographers to decide whether we cross, you know, a line in terms of editing or, or composite, com compositing or whatever it is, is they are they're totally arbitrary and 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 are most of the time driven by trends and fashions as much as they are anything else, you know. So, like for my personal tastes, I'm a documentary photographer, and I I would shy away from even switching the lights on or off in a room. Or let's say, you know, the classic example is bridal prep, and someone walks in and puts a bag on the bed. I would never move the bag. Because I don't, that's my approach as a photographer and how I sell myself and what my couples expect from me isn't to be involved in that way. Except I've got no qualms at all afterwards in editing out a light switch that's in the background of a photo and, 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 and you know, and is, is detracting from the composition of that frame. So the kind of the, the rules that we set ourselves are totally arbitrary and there's no way I don't believe like any kind of right or wrong. When I'm shooting, you know, like if someone did come and put a carry bag down, I, I probably would move it. But then that's the way I kind of shoot as well. Like, you know, um, but then when, I, when I'm doing that, I think my clients kind of expect it from me because sometimes like a lot of, well, right, for example, during the speeches, like people put branded uh, water bottles or like, you know, it just says Evian or Coca-Cola or whatever. And, and I, I removed them just before, off the head table. 
Um, and it's something I'm really comfortable with doing. And afterwards, when I deliver images or even during the night, um, you know, the the bride or the parents or whoever's on the head table, some some people always comment and say, oh, it's so nice that you pay that this like attention to detail because, you know, when we see our photos, we don't want to see the Coca-Cola bottle and stuff the, like the, that. The orange Sainsbury's so, bag. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, right. But that's that's kind of what I mean, Rahul. So like, you know, so if, if like, you know, like let's you're happy to move the bag out the way, right? And let's say someone puts it down and it ruins that ruins a shot. Yet there are some people that would say it's unacceptable to clone that stuff out afterwards. But like the end result's the same. You're in effect you're manipulating the scene either in the uh, whilst you're there or afterwards to get the images that we want to give our clients, right? And so whether you're doing it physically by switching the light off or by putting a flash to make the scene brighter or by moving the candle so it's not poking at the top of someone's head. Or if you choose to do that afterwards because you didn't do it at the time, it's like the end result's the same, right? So, yeah. so it seems crazy that people would almost have some kind of line they would draw that says it's not acceptable to do that. Do you know I mean, what I mean? Yeah, totally. I mean, the thing is, is that we're wedding photographers and like I'm trying to make the best images for my clients. So if that happens by me moving a couple of things or by me editing or cloning or heavily dodging burning, then I'll do that because I just want to give my clients the best possible images they can get. Right. Um, well, I'm not a wall photographer. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not there. Like, like my presence is already there. So I'm already affecting the scene in my, in my opinion. So I just affect it a little bit more now and again, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> either before sure. or after the fact. Yeah. And I think, I think that the main, again, like, like we as photographers just kind of make those decisions individually. And then we use those facets of our, of our, of ourselves to sell our business you know so perhaps the, perhaps the, the the sell to your clients might be that you make everything look pristine and perfect whether it was or it not you know or perhaps the sell to your clients might be you keep it real and if it's if it looked messy then i'm going to make it show that it looked messy whatever it is it's it's all fine you know it's all good like this is i don't think we should be setting like rules or kind of industry standards or anything um i mean the other thing the other kind of bugbear i think is that people always again, which is a total style fashion thing. People always have this thing where it's like, it's okay if you do it in camera, like, you know, like fancy effects, shooting through things or double exposures in camera or trickery using stuff in camera that makes like, it's okay in camera, but it's not okay if I did it in Photoshop afterwards. Like as always, one has like some kind of, uh, you know, like morally superior decision to, you know, one is, one is a morally more superior like choice. Yeah. I think, and I think that's the, that's the general, like the, the discussion that's being had at the minute. I think what it stems from is one of the more famous awards has added some new rules, I think, around things like composites and multiple exposures and, and heavy editing. I don't know. I don't know in detail. I mean, I saw it being discussed somewhere else that was a more uh, documentary based um, place and people that I think the general idea was that, you know, things should be as real as possible, but I'm not, you know, I guess I was reading in the context of this of this documentary group, but um, I don't, I'm a bit, I'm a different to you, really. I mean, more like Rahul, obviously, the whole, like, if somebody puts a Tesco bag in my scene, I'm going to put it as far away from me as yeah, possible. Yeah, for sure, right? But that, but what, like, that's a, um, that's, there's nothing wrong with that, right? No, exactly. But equally, there'd be nothing wrong if I cloned, if I cloned it, out. it out in Photoshop afterwards, or if yeah, I was the Tesco. There's te no difference. I, or, you know. 
to just to take it to the extreme, and I think the kind of thing that's being discussed, I'm, I'm gonna, it's going to be a ridiculous example, but imagine I'm the Tesco bag photographer and there wasn't a Tesco bag in my scene and I really want a Tesco bag in all my scenes. Like, is it terrible if I had a Tesco bag in afterwards? <laughs> yeah. And also, but I mean, like then if you, if you think about it, so, uh, you know, dep- I guess one, one, one issue is like, what is our job as photographers? But I don't think any of our jobs as photographers, all our jobs as photographers is to turn up and bring our vision to the wedding. Within within the within the um, like you know within the sphere of of who we are as photographers and in, and, and within the kind of the genre of wedding photography. So if if someone drops that Tesco bag on the bed while they get while preps happening, <laughs> I'm gonna you know are you then are you then not doing your job if you simply move to compose the scene so you're not including the Tesco bag in it? Yeah, like, I mean it's we should, there. We, we should you just know what put- I mean. Yeah, we should just quickly say other supermarket bags are available. That's it. Um, My personal favorite being the orange Sainsbury's bag. Yeah, the, yeah, definitely. Now, I mean, just to let's just take the let's just take a little left turn. But I think the the general point here is was more around awards than just generally making pictures. Okay. I think you know I think everyone would everyone would agree. I would hope that we could do whatever the heck we want at our own weddings for our own clients within whatever is our own style. Like you're pretty much like what you're saying. Amen, brother. I think the 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 general like discussion that's happening a little bit in the industry is if you're going to enter an image in a war in an award or for an award, should you be able to win if you've done a lot of, of to that image in the edit or should? I mean, somebody even I don't know if they were joking. I think they were joking, but somebody even said you should have to submit the raw file along with the final image almost to, just to show how real the final image is. But um, should you like? Do you think you should be able to win an award? For an image that's potentially had elements cloned in from other images, even if it's in the same series, you know, it might be that you shot a series of moments. Uh, two of them were great, but you wanted something from one in the other one. So you've kind of made a mishmash of the two to create the final image of that moment. But it's not the original real moment. You know, it's a it's a yeah, composite yeah. Of, of two. Should that well, should think... should you be able to win an award for that image if that's I mean, not okay? So like obviously photography is is, is subjective, obviously. Um, but if you've got an award, you have to have rules. To to yeah, there has to be some level of rule goes on, right? So if so, like, I mean, in terms of whether you choose to make those the rules or not, it really doesn't matter. So long as if once you decide on what those rules are, you you know, you make sure that everyone is sticking to the rules. I mean, whether you add a rule like that um, that says you're not allowed to to clone things out or burn things out, then then that's the rule to stick to. I mean, if if that, whether that's a good rule or not is is a kind of another question. I mean, I'd say potentially not. Like I say, I mean, if you you might shoot an award award winning image in every respect, except it's super distracting because the venue they happened to get married in had a wall covered in fire extinguishers, so. You know, do, do, do so you, you clone fire... a mountain backdrop. So, well, well, I don't know. Well, you, well, you you clone you clone out the fire extinguishers, right? So therefore, you break the rules of the thing and create an award-winning image. But are you winning an award for the image or the fact that your couple chose to get married in a, a venue covered in fire extinguishers? And therefore, is it an award for the photography or is it an award for venue choice by by a couple? You know, I mean, that's kind of. I mean, oh my word, we're getting off tangent now. But that's kind of like that. That's another element of the awards is that of awards in general is that many, many times you're winning awards based on the choices that are even out of your control. You know, couple choose to get married underneath Mount Everest base camp and you snap an average picture of said scene. 
are you winning an award because you you or because of anything clever you did or because you happened to book a wedding where the couple got married at Mount Everest Space Camp? I wonder if they have fire extinguishers and fire exit signs at Everest Space Camp. No need. Too cold, mate. No need. Yeah, just fires just put themselves out. <laughs> that's that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the question, I guess the question is, I mean, I see photography as, well, it's, for me, I, you know, I got into photography, it was already digital. So for me, photography has always been a digital art. And because it, because we all do our own editing now, my, I guess my question is, is is that all now rolled up into the into the word and concepts that is is photography in this day and age? Like is taking the pictures in camera and obviously cameras in camera you can do stuff. You can do multiple exposures and all the rest of it now. So I just think phot- the photography's changed. And if you're not accepting that digital manipulation is a part of photography, then you're a little bit behind the times. That's my personal view. What yeah, do you reckon, sure. Rahul Kona? <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. It is all just rolled into one. To be fair. Yeah, it, no, is, but, uh, it, is, it is rolled into photography for sure. I guess the question is, do you hold a special place for photography, which, you know, r- removes that element of it, you know, purely documentary wedding photography, for example. And I mean, the question is, I don't know, is, is there any, is there any, is there any need to like, what, what do we gain by doing that? No. Yeah. But I mean, if you, if you, I mean, obviously we, 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 we have an awards element to the NIDOS membership and we don't have any, any rules really around that kind of stuff at all you know around digital manipulation cloning composites multiple exposures we don't have any any rules around that at all because i think we kind of agree so i'm just trying to like relate it constantly relate it back to the whole because i think the discussion is more related to awards i think we think that uh that digital manipulation is just a part of the art these days so you should really if, if you're making images at weddings then you're a wedding photographer whether you say you are or not and those images you know you should be i I just think you should be able to do whatever you want to make those images the best possible images you can make them in whatever your style is and and however you choose to see the world in real life and in in uh in your dark little office with photoshop open yeah yeah no no Uh, i i agree interesting dude this conversation i thought it would because the the thing is it's, it's it is it's just it's it's a snobby thing isn't it that's all it is it's like it, it's it's a snobby thing re- purely relating to peer adoration yeah you know and and that's why that's why the um the the, the whole well that's why a lot of these awards suck right because when i see the 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 winning images from a lot of these awards the thing that i'm drawn to is that i'm impressed at capturing what i see as being some kind of like great moment that happened but then you never know for sure how how much involvement the photographer had in creating that great moment anyway, you know? Yeah, that's it. You know, you don't know, you know, you see and and then where do you draw the line? It's like, do, you know, the photographer maybe staged something, perhaps the planner staged something, and then it gets to a case of, well, you know, perhaps it's a moment of, of a contrived event, like a cake cut. So it's like, well, the whole thing's contrived and staged. So it's not like you necessarily drew on any skills as a as a documentary photographer to capture it because the whole thing was invented anyway, so it's not like you you brought anything to the table other than turned up. Uh, I, I, like, I've always thought it's it ridiculous that com- things like confetti and cake cuts are included in that in that term of documentary wedding photography because they're not. Yeah, it's totally. It's t- yeah, same same as like first dances. Yeah, you know, you know yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what's going to be happening, where it's going to be happening, giving you chance to set up as an elaborate an elaborately <laughs> contrived setup of lighting as yes. you want. <laughs> you know and then people but then people go like bonkers because oh you cloned out the fire hydrant <laughs> you know it's like yeah yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah. You or... know what? Can I just in, interject with what you just yeah. said, right? Like, so that's the other thing. Like, if you are a documentary wedding photographer, or you know, and everyone complains, well, is talking about the editing and stuff, and or affecting the scene. But what about when you just set up all your lights and your flashes and everything like that? Then you're already affecting how uh, the couple wanted their event to be or yeah. their wedding. You know, yeah. so you're already like messing with the scene anyway. So then if you do clo go and clone out your own light stand or your own or some fire hydrants, it's totally fine because you've just affected the whole scene anyway by lighting up in a totally different way than it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. I don't know where to take it from there. But yeah, I mean, I guess the... I think the thing that people are most annoyed about is this whole idea that you could you could take two 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 three four versions of a moment and basically take elements from each one to create one final moment which wasn't the original moment and then you could ed enter that for an award which is moment based and win an award for that moment that isn't the real moment. I think that's the I, from what I can gather that's the general bad feeling as well as yeah, just, yeah. as well as just in general a view that maybe maybe some images are generally over edited if that's even a thing yeah. but um... but then but then i mean so that's an interesting question but then what is the award for it's like so like that's a classic example so let's say you're shooting a scene in it from a documentary point of view and there are f four people in the scene and you know you're shooting away you're doing all the things that good documentary wedding photographers should be doing you're shooting away and you're hoping that all the expressions and the moments are going to line up right yeah and you're shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and the, the gods of photography don't quite deliver and you end up with four frames but each of them you know th the moment is only happening for each person in each frame now yeah. you you can either say oh I, the gods of photography didn't line up or you can composite a frame together right and you can stick four and you can end up with one great picture now if the gods of photography didn't line everything up and those four people didn't laugh at the same time does that make you a worse photographer because you did everything right and it just so happened that those things didn't line up so you don't win you don't get the photo and you don't win the award and you're not recognized and you can't enjoy the you can't make that good picture or do you make that picture in post combining those four things and create a great picture for the client your, your client yeah, and you yeah. end up you it, so one doesn't make you better or worse than the other do you know what i mean now yeah. i guess i guess the only question is if you're going to have some awards and if you let's say you're going to have photography awards you do need to have some kind of well, you either say you see you either say everything goes, yeah. In which case, it's a case of, say, of who's got the who can combine their photography skills with the best imagination to create the best thing possible, or you draw a line and say, well, you know, there's no you can't you can't composite photos together. I mean, I think I think Fearless had it right a while ago where they they said you can clone stuff out, you can burn stuff out, you just can't clone stuff in, and you can't yeah. combine more than one thing. I think that's a reasonable. I think that's a pretty solid kind of line to. To, to have you know yeah i mean i think i, I think it's fearless where all this stemmed from because i think they've tightened up their rules even more now they've added a few more rules i feel i think again i don't know for sure but um but i think you, you've hit the nail on the head i think like our job as for as modern photographers at least is to make the best possible images we can make and and if that doesn't to me i mean i'm not i'm not great at photoshop so i wouldn't know how, how to do half this stuff so i don't even know what i'm arguing for but the if you if you end up with those four images and, and there's you need really to make the best final image you need to take an element from each of the four and create one final shot then that's our job really isn't it it's just, it's just to make the best possible images with the within the skills that we have of the of the wedding so on the one hand you know you're doing the, your clients the best service by making that that 
best possible final image. And yeah, like you say, if it doesn't con- if it doesn't contravene any rules of the award that you're entering, then fair game. Mm-hmm. If it if it is against the rules of the award, then stop moaning about it and just don't enter that image for the awards and don't moan if you get called out for it. Isla agrees. Yeah. Well, yeah. well she does agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> welcome to the welcome to the dotcast Isla Kona. It's our new it's our newest and youngest guest. Yeah. Yeah. It's why I was distracted earlier when I had something on my mind I could see her moving around and now she's just playing with the microphone. Yeah. She's really into editing. She agrees with me. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. So talkative. Is she saying any words, dude? She says daddy. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, see? Uh, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She only talks. That's all she does. You don't you? Exactly. All right, anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the uh, that's the thing, though, isn't it? You know, we're there to, we're there to make images. And uh, really, when we're making our images, there's no rules other than the ones that you, we, cho- we choose to impose on ourselves. Um, but... You know, there's obviously when the discussions like this start, there's there's more to it than that. It's it's where you know one photographer starts to judge the next one for maybe what they're doing to their images that the first photographer isn't isn't doing with theirs, and whether that's right or wrong. So there's uh, so there's two trains of thought really, isn't there? There's there's the one train of thought which is when we're making images, when we're at weddings and we're making photos, then any anything goes really as long as as long. You mean yeah? I mean there's n- there's not even any caveat to that. Anything goes. You can make whatever images you want to make at weddings. When it comes to uh, award, things like awards, obviously some awards are going to have rules and other awards are not going to have rules. But I think the the damaging element is that when discussions like this arise in the industry, they're often not constructive. It's just, it's usually just from a from a, you know, it's usually just one photographer having well, some having some judgment or taking what they can perceive to be like the the morally moral high ground on 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 any issue, which is. You know, this is this is how I think photography should be, and this is what we should be doing, and it's disingenuous to do anything else, which is obviously rubbish. Uh, <laughs> like like you say, I think you, we 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 have we have a job to our clients to 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 document and photograph them on their wedding day, and we do that within whatever constraints or rules we set ourselves as as a brand, really, or, or you know, or as artists, and and that's kind of a. a the, the lines between what that is are kind of blurred. Um, but then I guess, yeah, like the second part is if you're going to enter them into awards, just make sure you follow the rules and everyone's going to be happy, whether, you know, or don't follow the rules because rules are meant to be broken. I mean, that's a, yeah, <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> but it, just to answer me this. Okay. Is digital manipulation part of modern photography? Yes, it is. Correct. In In the same way that... <laughs> manipulation has always been part of photography like you're all you know we, we do it we, we do it digitally now because that's how we capture our pictures but no more than no more than manipulation has always been part of photography yeah but it's more it's easier and more accessible to all now and there's just generally more options available to to us it's, it's easier and more accessible so yes it is but that doesn't make it any that doesn't that doesn't change like the fundamentals no but does that just make does that just make photography the definition of photography nowadays different to the definition of photography 20, 30, 40 years ago. No, it's the same. Ah, oh, just got more tools. A hundred percent the same. It's just that we've got more tools option and, and the barrier to being able to do that is a lot less. Um, you know, I don't need to be, I don't need to be manually skilled at dodging and burning in the dark room under my enlarger 
like I would have needed to have been a while ago. I can just try something over and over again in Photoshop and undo when I get it wrong without having to throw my print away. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. So what you're saying is go forth and multiple exposure. <laughs> That's exactly what I am saying. <laughs> nice. We'll finish there. Laters. Mic drop. One, two, three. Listen. You can listen to previous episodes of the Dotcast anywhere people normally listen to podcasts. And you can find out more about Nine Dots membership and the Nine Dots gathering at nine-dots.co. Yeah. <laughs>